Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Tuesday, June 22nd. U.S. equity futures are trading flat to down small. So the S&P futures are off about three points. That's about eight basis points. The Dow futures are off 10 points. That's about four basis points. There is mild underperformance in the NASDAQ. So the NASDAQ is off 25 points. That's about 20 basis points. Consistent with what you saw yesterday, mild underperformance in growth stocks. Um, But obviously in the last couple of weeks, growth has been a huge outperformer. The major European indices are trading also down small, so off about 15 to 20 basis points. There is strong outperformance in leisure, um, travel, leisure, and real estate this morning, underperformance in healthcare, tech, and autos. Asia generally ended higher across the board. Japan in particular was very strong as that market played catch up to the U.S. from yesterday. The Hang Seng did lag. Um, the Hang Seng was off about 60 basis points. There was underperformance in casinos and tech stocks in Hong Kong. Generally a quiet morning today. Um, the biggest piece of macro news overnight was the Powell prepared remarks. So Powell is testifying later today before the House. His prepared testimony hit um, after the close yesterday, relatively consistent with what he said after the meeting on Wednesday emphasizing how while the economy is showing strong rebound, um, the improvement is more is is better than expected. You have seen a spike in inflation. The Fed continues to think that spike is transitory. Um, you know, he did caveat some of the growth optimism with caution about the risks that remain on the horizon with regards to the pandemic. Um, you know, I suspect when we hear the full testimony today and some of the back and forth in Q and A, you know, I think he's going to emphasize how the Fed is talking about talking about tapering the conversation has started um but like the new york fed president um williams yesterday said the economy is still not not ready to see tapering take place um and it's still very premature to be talking about rate hikes so you know i generally put out a piece yesterday i have a link to it this morning in the vital dawn um you know i think the big focus now should be on the timing and pace of tapering um you know i still think that December is probably the um, most likely month for tapering to start. Perhaps it could come a little bit early if you if you see um, very robust growth data and you don't see inflation figures trail off from the recent spike. Um, but in general, I think you're looking at you know November, December, January start, and probably a pace of about 15 billion a month. I think the pace is going to be a very important topic over the coming months. Um, that's consistent with the prior pace as a percent of aggregate purchases when the last tapering process took place. Um, and that would keep the purchasing going on until about the middle of next year. So, you know, you're still barely, you still haven't even started tapering and you're still talking about the balance sheet being in expansion mode until the middle of next year. Um, you know, despite the most recent dot plot, which showed some Fed officials talking about tightening taking place in 2022, you're probably still... Um, the overwhelming consensus is still um, an early 2023 start for um, rate liftoff. So, you know, I think the Fed conversation got a little bit ahead of itself with regards to um, hiking. You know, we're still kind of trying to figure out the tapering logistics, and that that should be the big focus today. And um, I wrote about it yesterday, so check out that piece for more insight um, on infrastructure spending. So, you know, this bipartisan infrastructure deal could hit the tape as soon as today. It was supposed to be out as soon as yesterday. You know, it looks like there's a general agreement as, um, with regards to spending levels, which is the easy part, but they haven't really, um, reached a consensus on funding it. Um, you know, I suspect that you're probably not going to see a lot of it get funded at the end of the day, meaning that there won't be tax offsets to the increased spending. Um, you know, I still don't see this bipartisan agreement really having a lot of legs. I think there's still, 
going to be enormous pushback from both sides of the aisle with elements of it, which means Democrats are going to be pivoting back to a partisan track um, to try to move forward on some of the infrastructure ambitions. But there again, you have a lot of political obstacles, specifically in the Senate, where you do not have all 50 Democrats on board. Um, you know, again, I think at the end of the day, stocks care most about tax hike risks. The risks of big tax increases still remain very low. Um, and I think that's why markets aren't necessarily focused so much on the details of, of uh, you know, the day to day in this process. But that, um, you know, that could be you probably could see some headlines on that today as far as infrastructure spending is concerned. Um, no major economic data out overnight. No huge earnings reports out overnight. Um, the calendar for today is still generally relatively sparse. So Powell's testimony at two o'clock, that's going to be kind of the big catalyst. Otherwise, there's not a ton of existing home sales at 10 a.m. You have a couple more Fed speakers today, um, but it's really, uh, it should be another, you know, relatively slow session for the most part. Um, oil prices have seen a, um, they were bid up on Monday as the Iranian election outcome and then some rhetoric from Tehran setback expectations for a nuclear deal. Obviously, a nuclear deal going to reach would be in a sensible negative for crude and that Iran would be able to kind of return to markets with its supply. Um, so oil is down a little bit today. There's been now, there's some chatter on both, on both Bloomberg and Reuters about OPEC officials um, talking about higher output. There is an OPEC plus meeting coming up next week on July, July 1st. Um, so that's causing some minor pullback in the price of crude. Um, just circling back quickly to you know uh, the Fed and economic data, there's a lot of focus um, already starting for the jobs report coming up next Friday on July 2nd. That's before the long U.S. holiday weekend. Um, you know the the print forecast is still in the upper hundreds of thousands, but the whispers are already starting to get relatively ambitious. Um, with a million plus kind of the the um, rough consensus whisper figure at this point, and then I think two big drivers are causing the whispers to creep higher. Specifically, um, you know, you've seen a lot of states kind of ramp up their reopening throughout the month of June. California in particular was a major state that that released its final COVID restrictions. New York um, pulled back some incremental ones as well. So that is expected to drive further job creation. And then the other big factor in the month of June is you're starting to see states as of this month, um, rescind the supplemental federal unemployment benefits. So, you know, to the extent that has been weighing on labor supply, as you remove that, you should start to see job creation improve. So that is, um, you know, another another big topic that um, is getting a lot of attention ahead of the jobs report next Friday. So that is everything for today. For the most part, um, you know, again, relatively quiet morning, aren't seeing a ton of follow through to the ramp on Monday. Um, you aren't actually seeing a lot of incremental selling either. The S&P is, is kind of back in the same trading range it's been in now for, for months. Um, and I think markets are just trying to get more clarity on um, you know the, the pace of tapering. Um, the timing of tapering is definitely the biggest macro topic right now. So that is everything for today. Thank you for listening.